0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to Stop and See the Roses, where we go on adventures in art to expand the mind and delight the soul. I'm your host, Jennifer Madsen, and my goodness, last week was something for me as an artist. I had just come back from LA, where I had been out plein air painting right and left, and not loving any of the things that I had produced. I talked about that in last week's episode, that I had neglected to do some thumbnail sketches to build that confidence ahead of time. I was just winging it and then wondering why I wasn't happy. So on top of that frustration, I got back and I received notice that I hadn't been accepted into a particular art exhibition online that I was really hopeful about. And then the comparison wheels started rolling. And I don't know about you... But if I start obsessing about something, it's all I can think about. And after I got into this crazy comparison mode, I just compared my work to everybody else's and everyone else's work was far superior just because I was in a mood. I was in a mood. I'd lost my okay misplaced my ability to intuitively step up to a process that I have come to love to really love and enjoy and appreciate and so again I don't know about you but when I'm in comparison mode and someone once said I need to look this up comparison is the thief of joy and that is totally the truth because when I'm in comparison mode I get so tense and tight about what I'm doing as though every piece of paper is made of platinum. It's the most precious thing in the world. And then I overwork everything. I look at nothing. I go from no guided intuition. It's awful. It's just awful. So this really falls into the category of artist block, writer's block, creative block. I don't know how many other things we call it, but this seeming inability all of a sudden to do the thing we know we know how to do. We have evidence to support that we know how to do the thing. And I ran up against this when I was writing my books. I've published three books. I've contributed to a fourth. And sometimes in that process, you know, maybe you get up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe you get a rejection or what I call a non-acceptance notice. Maybe it's a whole combination of things, but all of a sudden, the nagging voices take over and all you can think about is, who's going to want this? and What's the point of this? And why am I doing this? Will this get me anywhere? All the things. And when I was writing, and now as I paint, the only way I know through a writer's block, an artist's block, a creative block, is to create, which may sound counterintuitive, I mean, sure, you could do a lot of other kinds of journaling exercises or NLP and try to figure out where it came from or think the opposite thoughts or decide to do any number of things like that. But I have found that the best strategy for dealing with these blocks is to figure out technically several things. First of all, I want to figure out specifically what's getting in my way, like Technically, what did I not like about the work that I had done in LA, for instance? In that case, I didn't feel like I was capturing. I was overworking. So I went back in that case to some videos I had watched from another teacher and was reminded of how powerful it is to sketch things out ahead of time, understand values, composition, and then go in. Great. So then I started painting again this last week. And I was trying to do a cloud, a mostly cloud sky painting, and it turned into the muddiest mess you ever saw. So added on top of the disappointment of not making it into the online show and, you know, wondering what this is all for and is this what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, all that stuff, I knew that I really needed to answer the aggravation. I needed to stop. Stop ruminating about all the things that weren't working. Pause, see what was bugging me, and move forward. It's really, really tough to figure out your way forward when you're in the middle of all the feels about all the things you're worried about. It's really tough to move forward from that. So I used to teach this five-step mindfulness process to my executives, to my leaders. And that was pause when agitated, Breathe, three breaths in, three counts held, three counts out, three counts held. It's called box breathing. So three rounds of box breathing. And then once you're settled, you're grounded into this objective, clear space where you can see what's in front of you. Objectively see it. See through the agitation. Not see it as better than or worse than or what you want it to be or wish it weren't but see it as it is and then take the next step forward and repeat. That really has become a habit for me now. Now, listen, sometimes it takes longer than others for that habit to kick in. But every time I go back to it, it gets me out of the clutter of my head and into clear sight. So later last week, as I said, I was painting and I was working on some clouds and I was just like, okay, enough, (laughs) enough of the mud of my mind and the mud of this painting. What is really blocking me on doing this? And I kept thinking about a cloud painting that I had done early on in my painting career. Now, let's not forget, I've been doing this for about a year and a half And I'm not really attached to how long someone's been painting. However, time as a painter, time with the brush will help you learn a whole lot of things. And I've not had a lot of that time. I haven't had hundreds of paintings that have taught me how to solve things on my own, right? So why wouldn't I go do the thing I would do when I was a beginner beginner? Why wouldn't I do the thing I did in the very start, which was to get online and go watch some more videos on how to do this stuff. And very specifically, I'm about the specifics for this particular situation, was the video on how to paint skies and clouds with pastels. I needed also not to treat this one piece of paper like it's the end of the world. Like if I don't get this particular cloud bank correct, I'll never have another chance. So... I took that piece of paper off the easel and sanded paper is really cool because you can wash it off. You can wash the pastels off of it. Background can show through or whatever and then go right back in. And I did that. I washed it off this morning, left it in the sink to dry, took the dog for a walk, came back, put it back up on the easel, and then watched a couple of videos this morning from people I really admire and whose work I really enjoy on how to paint clouds and pastel. Thank God for YouTube. And then I started putting some of those things to work and got a whole different result. So actor's block, writer's block, artist's block, creative block. Here's what to do. Pause. Breathe. Three times. And then see clearly what you're agitated about. Discern it. Don't judge it and then do the next right thing with it, meaning go forward. Go fill in the blanks of what you're agitated about. Go learn something. Go refresh on something and then take action. Take imperfect action, but take it. And so I did. And I ended up with a really lovely cloud painting that I'm very happy with. And it's my gateway to the next thing, which is going to be more paintings this week in preparation for a market I'll be part of in the middle of the month. I hope that's helpful. I mean, if you're here, if you're on this podcast because you're interested in creativity, but not necessarily totally into drawing and painting, please be reminded this stuff applies to everything. These thoughts, these ideas apply to everything. And I know that when I'm willing to pause, breathe, see, and then take imperfect action over and over and over again, I really do make measurably impactful steps toward my goals, my outcomes, my desires, my destination, if you will. So this week, I'm going to be painting my little butt off, and I'll be very focused on Clouds Over the Beach as a series. I'm going to do one a day for the next five days um, as part of my Artful Odyssey, which is also on YouTube along with the podcast. And I will take those to market I have a gorgeous view of clouds over the bay where I live. I can always put those clouds over the beach. And we're just going to bring our mind back to what I know I already know how to do. As always, if this is helpful for you, please subscribe, like, share. Every time you do something interactive with this, it helps get to other people who might benefit. I appreciate you all so much. I'll see you again soon. I'll be putting up videos all week on my artful odyssey of clouds and sky over waters and beaches. Bye for now.